0: John Then Is mostly used In comparison (laughs) Melissa is smarter Than you With an A Because she knows grammar Then Is generally Everything else Mostly timing Or ordering If someone sends me A cheesecake Then I eat The whole thing (laughs) Understand this And then With an E You can say You know the rules And almost no one Will be an expert Enough to doubt you Hello, everyone. How are you today? This is Jessica. I'm here with Melissa and John. For those of you who are tuning in for the first time, I just totally interrupted Melissa. Sorry about
1: that. We we are great. If you're tuning in for the first time, where the hell have you been? And you've got some listening to make up because we are... On episode forty-one, so you got
0: some in to do, Lucy. You got,
1: you got some in. so catch up, <laughs> catch up, catch
0: up, catch up. How are you? How are you guys doing? How was your week? How was your weekend? Well, apparently M- Melissa
2: had a fantastic week.
1: I had a fantastic week. I had a, I had a soul-nourishing, you know. I went to, I drove to Maine with my family, which could have gone so wrong, right? You're trapped in a car, the four of you. It could have gone so wrong. But I went to see friends from college and we're just ridiculous. We're ridiculous people. Um, And I think my soul is torn between feeling nourished and knowing that that's what I'm missing every day.
0: So wait a minute. What How are you do talking re- about? What do you mean you're torn? Being, torn about I'm t- what?
1: I'm torn between just feeling that nourished feeling and feeling great about loving people and being loved by people and being accepted for all your weirdities and all your quirks. And, and I then like com-
0: weirdities. That's a it's good word. It's a good
1: word. word. Weird, all, all of your peccadilloes, a word I didn't want to use because I don't even think I'm using it right. I'm never sure. Uh, to then come home and know that that Acceptance, that warmth, that unconditional mocking of you. Don't get me wrong, it wasn't a love fest. They like mock the <laughs> shit out of you. These are Jessica's bitches. You do too. deserve
0: it in my in your in their defense.
1: But you know that they mock the shit out of you. They love the shit out of you. Like mm-hmm. these friends. To know that in my everyday I'm missing that and I don't have that. It's uh I'm just torn that I now know that we need to plan another one so that in another four months, or let's do it just quarterly, every three months, we'll just get together and feel good about ourselves and then go back to the everyday. I mean, everyday. You can't have
0: it everyday. It's You would never do anything else. Like the, the uh, Marco Polo is a perfect example. Like, I cannot keep up with 40 mini videos a day because... I get so distracted in wanting to respond and entertain you that I don't get anything else done. So I can't engage in it. I want to. Every we time I see it, I'm like, oh, that must be so fun. But I, can't, I know that if I did, I would never stop. T- I would make it 80 videos a day if it was, <laughs> you know, like bad enough that it's 40. So I mean, like if you did have that on a daily basis, what would you, what would you get accomplished in your life?
1: Again, it would just be my soul that was fed, not my pocketbook or my children. (laughs) So it would just be. Is there
0: any part of you that instead feels maybe what you actually feel, and I'm just going to go ahead and psychoanalyze you now, is not that you're torn, but a nostalgic um, wishfulness for when we were in college. And that was all we were doing all day, every day, besides drinking and getting high. I mean, is there like a part of you that's just like, oh, I. I love these girls. I miss when we were together all day, every day. And I didn't have any of the other things I'm supposed to be doing now.
1: I mean, that could be part of it. But these are not the girls with whom I was together all day, True. Every day. So true. they're That's only post-college soulmates of mine. Um, but just to finish answering your question, we made plans to do it for the rest of our lives. In retirement, we are searching out I know. the cul-de-sac so we can all live... On the water. We've mm-hmm. given our it has to be spouses- on the water. Oh yeah. Stuart's kind of being a stickler about that. We'll have a clubhouse where we can all like we have plans for the future.
0: Well, Stuart can go ahead and get started building it if he'd like.
1: I think we should start <laughs> saving for it, not building yeah. it. I married a Jew. Like what are you talking about building it? We're I didn't mean he would it. be doing the
0: construction. I mean oh, he can okay. start the plans and some uh, goy can put it together.
1: Okay, perfect.
2: What was the name <laughs> of that TV show where there was everybody was in the cul-de-sac? desperate desperate housewives. housewives it was desperate housewives wasn't it yeah yes okay. but
0: they weren't friends until they moved in together whereas oh, i got you
2: we've all been friends for a while and we
1: don't call it the sack ironically <laughs> we, we they, would
0: call it the sack
1: yeah it has to sack. be the sack right so i was torn funny. because as i pull away i realize and i think i pull out about it but all of these even you all of these women they have a sister i have mm-hmm. two one that i recognize brothers I mean, there's a relationship between sisters that's very different between brother-sister relationships. I've talked to you about how my it's brother true. is the only human who knows of my childhood trials, tribulations, and abuse, however you want to phrase it. We share that common fish dick eating with just plain tomato, <laughs> plain tomato sauce and pasta, like ridiculous past, but a sister shares it with you on a totally different level, like on a... I, I've never had a sister. And now, I mean, I f- feel like these are my sisters. And I feel like I would not take shit from anybody else in my life. There's no human. my parent. I would not take shit from anybody else in my life other than my brother, one of them, and these girls. I just can't believe that I have progressed as a human to a point where <laughs> I don't... And it's shocking to me because I was always so, so sensitive. Funny. I was always... But to have somebody say... I don't even remember what I mean, it had to have been like an insulting comment from Amy said in a laugh with three drinks in and I mean, I know these people love me. I don't think I've felt that way in ever a long time ever. I don't know. Maybe ever. Yeah. Other than Stewart. He's a fucking prince. I feel like I had to say that. Um, But yeah, so that was my week. Our kids played together with friends, kids, and we went to the beach, which is truly nothing I enjoy. (laughs) <laughs> but I didn't complain once. I just sat there with sand in my teeth, wanting to kill myself, and then stood up and walked. It was definitely one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. I mean, the the coastal Maine is just. I don't want to. I don't want to tell everybody about it because then
0: they'll. Yeah, go. people will go.
1: I don't want that. Like we I don't loved, want that. I
0: don't right. think there's a lot of. Um, there's not a lot of. What's it called? risk in our audience rushing there and beating you there like there's so, my fear if they all went with everyone in their family it would be like as big as a bar mitzvah
1: <laughs> yeah but you know so then tom so this friend in Maine finds this this camp this cabin off a lake just shy of canada it's three hours from his Ten hours from us, and then another three hours to this camp he wants to buy. They don't have indoor plumbing or electricity, and he's so excited of all the things they could do there, and and all of the. What could they
0: do there besides install plumbing?
1: No, I mean you get there and you don't have Wi-Fi. You barely. I don't know that you have phones. So if you get eaten, you get eaten. Like if you die, you die. You Sounds go back like fun. To the earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. I just didn't think it would be on my vacation. Um, but they play games and they have a, a swing from a tree and you're right on this beautiful lake. It's it's right out of the movies. But I know in my head in the movies, there's a key grip who's taping down all of the wires to the electricity. They don't even have a road that goes to the house.
2: How do they get they, there?
1: They get there by boat they or they get there by a by road, boat a, or by a road that drops you off that you then need to ATV or hike into the cabin. What who are
0: these? Pe- who the fuck are these people?
1: <laughs> definitely not a Jew. I mean, I just can't be clearer no. that that is not anything that's appealing to this. Person. I would do
0: it for them, but I would definitely complain the whole time. I
2: would not even. I I, the, I can't check my Instagram or I can't go on Facebook. I'm not going. Oh my god! I didn't know you were that addicted to your social. No, I'm that's not. Unbelievable. I'm not. But I want to be able to have so- like if I need to spell something, I need Wi Fi. I can't have that.
1: That's scary. Well, to be off the grid, I mean, we used to talk about you'd get in the car, you'd drive to your friend's house, and you'd call them from your friend's house. You didn't have a cell phone. Remember not having a cell phone? That's that's not even what I'm talking about. John's talking about Wi-Fi, instant access to everything.
2: Right. I like that. We have right. it. That I can you? live without. Really? Yeah.
0: Why would you want to? That's what I the- don't want to, but I could, and mm-hmm. I don't mind. Oh. Mm. But I don't want to. I mind. It's the schlepping... It's the bug bite. See, last time I was in Maine was for <laughs> this <bug> couple's bites. <laughs> yeah. it was for this couple's wedding. I've never had more bug bites in my life, and in fact, all from the waist down because I was smart enough to put bug spray from the waist up. So it was like fifty-seven bug bites from the waist down, like my legs, my ankles, my feet, and I'm not excited to go
1: back. They weren't just bug bites; they were size of quarters. Like they were. That's because
0: I have a. Re- I have a. Yeah. Wasn't just me, was it? Was yours the size of quarters?
1: They were, yeah, half dollars. They were enormous, yeah, yeah. enormous bites.
0: It was pretty uncomfortable. I'm not excited to go back to the swamp in Maine anytime soon. Like I, unless I can bathe in deet, that is not going to happen <laughs> anytime soon.
1: A bath in deet sounds... um deep
0: bath, Deep bath. I mean, I would go. I mean, I would go. I would go because I think it would, because a conversation with them is entertaining enough. You don't really need Instagram. That's all. That's their, true. their conversation is highly entertaining. So that's nice. I'm glad you had a good time.
1: That's. I was sad not to be there, but I'm, I don't feel like I was invited. Stop it. This group of people literally knows everything, John. So you wouldn't need to search the internet. They know everything. Well, one of them knows everything about something, which is useful.
0: Right. You know, like we all know everything about one thing. What's <laughs> your one thing, Melissa?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Parenting. Do. That's my forte. Yeah, <laughs> Parenting. Dogs. Oh, dogs
2: yeah. rescue No I mean I would like the fishing and I would like you know the swimming in the lake and stuff like that until I got a leech on me then I wouldn't be on the, in the lake anymore
1: Stewart had that on his grandmother she got out of their lake in the Poconos and she had like 11 leeches on her and I vomited Oh my god it's
0: right out of stand, stand by me and Oh, I don't think I can handle it
1: pulling them off oh i I said clockwise counterclockwise (laughs) like what do you
0: do with those i can't i can't i'm dry heaving i cannot think of bugs on me even scott the other day was we were talking about 1800 medicine in the 1800s and he was saying they still leech people on occasion because sometimes it's the best way to whatever i was just like we need to stop now this is why i don't do the band-aids and the and the boo-boos because i can't handle it i can't handle the thought the thought of any of it
1: come on a little bloodletting never hurt anyone Can you? Can I quote you on that? Can we put that
0: on a (laughs) t-shirt? A little bloodletting never hurt anyone. (laughs) 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 It's
2: so gross. When you go fishing, some people use leeches for bait. Some of the best bait for like bass and everything. And I had to try, yeah, I tried to hook one and you're trying to hook it and it's trying to attack you. And it's like a, it's a fist fight to see who wins. And I'm like, you ain't getting me. And and I was horrible. Get me a fish. Right here. I hooked them and I threw them over, and I'm like, here, somebody eat this. I, I just, the leeches, I, I can't. I mean, if I had one leech on me, that would be horrible. it. We'd pack the bags. We're going to the pool. We're going to the Holiday Inn and the pool.
1: It's horrible.
2: We don't need to live like that anymore. We know better. Right. That's why I go in salt water. Although now they have this thing in salt water that if you have like a cut or something, this bacteria gets in you, and the next thing you know, they cut, they, they got to amputate your arms and your legs. There was a guy in Millville. He was crabbing. He got this. They had to cut off his arms and his legs. I was like, what? just kill me.
1: I think I feel that way. Without arms or legs, just finish me. Yeah, just they just removed his point.
2: arms. They removed his arms, and they might have to take his legs. I'm like, you just cut off my arms. I can't kill myself now. So please... Before you cut off my legs and rename me Matt, kill me. I don't want to live like this.
1: Hey, do you think our kids would watch the Bionic Woman, or is that so dated?
0: Dude, I could not watch the Bionic Woman when it was oh, the I Bionic. I mean, when it was no, it's so boring because no, they rebuilt no her. Way. I was just
1: thinking with with the arms and the legs, they could just rebuild you. Like you could.
2: That's Westworld.
1: Oh, I don't really. Yeah, watch that anymore. I
0: mean, you try humans. The show Humans, it's about a real robot. It's much better.
2: I love that show.
1: Okay. Is Is it still on?
2: You can go back and find it. There's two seasons.
0: So I have an interesting, not that you asked, but. However, this person did ask, but I still think it's interesting.
2: Well, we didn't ask, so I guess it'll work.
0: You didn't ask, so I'm going to go ahead and and read the thing to you, and then I kind of want to, I can't both read it to you and see your faces as I read it to you, but I would like to, so let me make an attempt to do that. Hold on. Here's the question, and if this is a person who does listen to the show, please know that I'm not judging you. I just want to discuss this issue with people who I don't think would have the same reaction as many people did in this group. okay. Our littles are one in three. As a family policy, we don't leave our kids alone with males, even family members. My father-in-law was ultra offended by this when we talked to him about it when our first was less than one year old. He honestly is the only one who we've had to tell about this boundary verbally because no one else has ever challenged it when we said things like, sure, you can take this person to see the horse, but we'll come too. Now I feel like our oldest is starting to get old enough. And we've had conversations about having others respect your body, where we might let him be alone with the right males, but I feel really nervous about my father-in-law. So now it's the issue of not being alone with males, but also layered with, I don't trust this person to respect the boundaries we have. He also is just very oblivious with little kids. He'll let them wander or pass them off to another adult without saying anything. What are your thoughts about leaving littles with males? How do you draw boundaries with one male and then loosen it with the others? Thank you, mama friends. Disclaimer, I did therapy in an elementary school for a stint where there was tons of sexual abuse cases. So I think this plays into my caution around littles and male family members.
2: First question, is he a priest?
0: He's
2: not a free. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm sure not. Okay. It didn't
1: look, it didn't look like John was kidding when he asked that. It Most was funny, of though. the
0: people in the group responded with, this is a great conversation. I only let my kids around my dad. I might trust my father-in-law or this is so hard. You should be respecting your boundaries or I've heard so many stories of sexual abuse. You have a right to do whatever you want or... They all were very supportive of this woman and very like, do what you think needs to be done. You're you go girl kind of like reactions. But my initial well, I just want to see what your initial reaction is.
2: I say go with your gut because I can't believe there's a guy out there that wants to get a kid alone for some reason. Like, what's the big deal? To be honest with you, as soon as I found out that the parents felt even that way in the slightest. I'm never going to be alone with that kid. Never. I'm never going to put myself in that situation.
1: But what if it was your daughter's child? Well, that's the thing. The father-in-law thing tells me that it's, it's, the issue is an irresponsible person issue. It's not necessarily that. She doesn't say that. But she does when she says She's getting that
2: a creepy he feeling. will let
1: her. He'll let the child wander. He'll let the child. That's inattentive. Anybody who's not going to be attentive to your one and three year old who has them has no right watching your kid. If if there's no if there's a safety issue, it's not a diddle issue. It's a safety issue. I learned Don't that. Say diddle. <laughs> it's not a god. It, if there's a, a woman who's not going to... Here, my mother-in-law wanted, wanted to help us and babysit the kids. And I said, your son needs a vacation so badly. That is so nice of you. And she said, well, I don't say no. I'm grandma and I don't say no. I'm like, well, when he and I go away, you're going to be mom. You need to say no. Like, that's going to be... Nope, I'm sorry. I'm like, well, I guess your son doesn't get the vacation from department that he needs from an incredibly stressful you could beep that incredibly stressful job that he has because you refuse to say you can't have dessert with breakfast lunch and dinner
0: my ex's mother uh never said no but she still had them all the
2: time my dad's mother my grandmother she would do whatever we wanted we wanted hot dogs for breakfast. We got hot dogs for breakfast. We, we, Same with Gail.
1: I don't mind hot dogs for breakfast. I don't mind. And yes, I was too controlling, I guess, at the time. I don't care. Food-wise, eat, have a great time. I did try to limit dessert to one or two meals a day instead of, of all three in addition to snacking dessert. like It was just I sugar. I remember
0: I was 22 also, though. And, I, and, she, and she basically was like, just so you know... I'm my mom and therefore I'm going to spoil them. There's not much you can do about it. So don't even try to stop me. And I was like, cool, here you go. (laughs) Like I didn't give a shit. Just take them for five minutes. I don't care.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of, it's about survival for us as, as moms. There's a lot of, okay, the first kid didn't have a lollipop at the bank. Do you remember when you had to go to the bank and you couldn't take a picture of your check? Um, that would have a lollipop. No, you can't have a lollipop till you're two. And then your second kid comes along and it's six months sees a two-year-old holding a lollipop. And you're like, just shut the fuck up and stop screaming. Here's a lollipop. You know what? Survival is what gets you through um, everything at when there are those ages. But if you feel that your child is unsafe, that's safety is is the only issue I see here. If your child is going to be unsafe with this grown-up, it doesn't Get left alone with this grown-up. But that's not
0: what it says, this grown-up. And you brought up your mother-in-law. I am talking about the statement wherein which she says, we don't leave them alone
2: with males. Right. Here's a diddle issue.
0: No, it's not even that. I mean, yes, she had like a sexual abuse thing. She admitted that. But it's about male. That's the part I felt a little, I took issue with that,
1: I have to say. Oh, I think she's crazy. Do you want me to say that right up front? Did I bury the lead? I think having a uniform thing like that... Why? Why don't you feel comfortable with men at all? That's kind of ridiculous. That pissed me off,
0: kind of. And here's why. As a kid, my father was that dad. He was the, hang on, did my kid just fall in the pool, kind of, can you hold this child while I do anything else, kind of dad. Like, he was just distracted, young whatever my mom had a million stories about how he would accidentally put us in danger and it was all hilarious
2: but um since you survived it's hilarious Now, now it's
0: funny sure sure it was funny then too I mean but whatever but when my sister lost her nanny and she was going you know she was like the first week of her job my father flew out there by himself to take care of 18 month old twins Again, by himself, something I honestly thought he would come home after two days. I was like, this is a man who I don't know if he's ever changed a diaper by himself before, including my own older grandchildren. I never left them alone with just my dad because I didn't have to because my mom was around. So like they stayed with my mom. They hung out with my mom. I mean, you know, Nate had grandpa boot camp, but he was like six seven eight nine you know so so like for him to go out and watch the babies I was like and he made not only not make it through but he like really enjoyed the time with them and like Dana was like freaking out the whole sounds like he's matured doesn't
1: it doesn't sound like he's grown up she
0: freaked out the whole time like oh my god it's gonna be okay I don't know if this is a good idea And I'm like you don't have much choice because I can't come so like you have to do this is your choice and then you know he was so good at it that like he came and took Isaac to school and back. And I mean, the amount of things I have to do to get Isaac off to camp in the morning is like three pages worth of a Word document. He needs clothes <laughs> for after swimming. He needs his swim clothes. He needs flip flops. He needs dry shoes. He needs a towel. He needs a water bottle. He needs a lunch. He needs a breakfast. Like it's a whole thing. I know. But Two spare he was, pairs
1: of underpants.
0: Yeah, yeah, I was he, yeah. Yeah, he was. But he was perfectly fine. My dad was perfectly fine. But like. I just feel like if that were if it were if this was being written by Scott and it was about my father, I'd be fucking furious because just because you were one kind of parent, first of all, doesn't mean you're the same other kind of grandparent. But then also like, no, I mean, like I spent the night at my aunt and uncle's. I mean, true. I don't recall ever being alone with just my uncle. But like I spent the night at my mom had two brothers. I spent the night at both their houses I'm trying to think. I had male babysitters. They were neighbors in the neighborhood. Like, I never...
1: I understand her leeriness, especially when she's dealt with this before. But to have a blanket... Um, policy against people who love your children and who love you it it seems very aggressive did you know that annie wouldn't let her kids go to the bathroom by themselves until they were i don't know if she still does until they were like 12 <laughs> like until they were 12 could throw an elbow and scream i don't like it when you touch me like that um she I, there she's in the social work field she has seen terrible things she I has know. heard terrible things and i i understand And yes, terrible things are possible. And there are just so many ways you can rub your family in bubble wrap and send them out. But to have that policy... Rub them? Wrap them. Don't rub rub them.
0: them. Definitely Mm -hmm.
1: don't rub them. Oh, Freud.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I'm just saying, let's just say you and I wanted to go somewhere and Scott wasn't feeling well and Isaac was too. If you offered up Stuart as a
1: babysitting possibility, and I was like, we don't leave our children with males, would you be like, fucking fuck you? Hey, you're a dope. He is the most amazing human. With I know. But this is my yes, whole
0: point. Yeah. Every man I spend time with, every dad I spend time with is a perfectly lovely babysitter. Yep. Yep. And, and- actually, Emily's boyfriend was much better with Isaac than she was.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: I mean, well, because she was, you know, moody and distractible and he was, he's the nurturer. That's why he was around for her. So like having them babysit, I couldn't let Emily babysit Isaac as a baby unless Cam was there. Because I felt like between the two of them, they would make one good parent. I just took a lot of issue with that. Like that's such sexist nonsense. However, if you do have a weird feeling about someone, then yeah, of course say no. But why does it have to be
1: everyone with a penis? I just think that sucks. It is dumb. And I do want to let you know, my mother-in-law worships my children. She would do anything for them. I was just frustrated that my, but my wishes weren't, I was very frustrated. That's different though. That's different. It's not because
0: she's a female.
1: No, and I always knew that they would be safe. And the fact that this woman does not know that they would be safe. She's got things she needs to work out. Maybe the therapy Mm -hmm. should be hers to to engage in. Because I'm telling you, Stuart, is like the best person to leave your, he was playing with a two-year-old last night, an almost two-year-old last night, chasing him around um, our country club. We went out for dinner. He was so great. But yeah, just saying males and having all of those women on that board swarm to support her, kind of makes me want to disengage from that board because I think they're all kind of crazy. I hated it. John, what do you think? Because you have
0: four daughters, so.
2: I understand it to be honest with you, because it's something that you can never take back once it happens. It's here's it's like the same thing about dogs. There's a, a lot of dogs, and a lot of them are nice. But every once in a while, you find one, that will bite. And you can't take that chance. Even you might have to be weary of the nice ones That's because funny, of, of the nice There's another
0: one. post in there about, my dog accidentally bit my baby, but I don't want to put her down, should I? And I was like, fucking yes, you should. I know you love the dog, but this is your child. They bite once, they're going to bite again. Get rid of it.
1: Do you have to kill a dog because it bit your kid? All right, but get rid
0: of it. No, but go to someone that doesn't have children. Yeah, but your kid was probably- If a dog bites a kid, that dog doesn't deserve to be in that house anymore. It's got to go somewhere else. Right,
2: because kids are assholes, and a dog might have been justified in biting the kid, but you still can't have somebody. You can't have a dog biting your kid, even if your kid's an asshole.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've had many dogs that weren't tortured, and, and they did not
2: bite. Yeah, my kids would try to ride our dog like a horse. And Same. that dog never, ever never even, even growl. Because Same. the day that it like that would be the day that it was gone. And I wouldn't have put I mean, it Melissa, down.
0: Melissa, you didn't have these temperamental dogs when your kids were little. You waited until they were old. I
1: had temperamental dogs right before kids and one of them didn't like I separated for a while I when my kid was a douche and didn't understand how you make nice to a dog and you you pet I didn't let them I didn't let him hang out with the dog but I mean I could see why it's a problem and you have to separate them but yeah. put down put down was kind of aggressive Well but
0: but back to the parenting part though John
2: <laughs> I I say you got to go with your gut if you're getting a feeling I go with your parent radar that's what I would say. Right, a creepy feeling,
1: radar. but not a blanket policy of, I don't let my kid go near males. Well, maybe like,
2: it's a blanket policy because she's got a creepy feeling and she figures, I don't want, I don't want to say, I don't want him to go with you. You say, so I don't want him to go with justified. all
0: males. Even though if someone said to you, you can't be around my two-year-old, wouldn't that offend you a little bit? That oh, would make He'd me be the thrilled. happiest be guy thrilled. in the
2: world. I'd be thrilled to death. Yeah, you know, yeah, what, you know what? Go with that. Because <laughs> that kid might shit and I'd have to change it. No, thank you. I,
0: if it was Isaac, wouldn't you be a little hurt nope. that I was like, I don't let him around males? I
2: don't want the responsibility. It's not my child. I don't want the responsibility. Until that kid can do... I don't want responsibility for children. get
0: what I'm asking. I'm asking a man who loves to avoid conflict at any cost. So him, John's perfectly happy to just follow the rules and let people make rules about him, whether he agrees with it or
2: not. I just don't want to be responsible for a child that's not mine. I was really not even thrilled about being responsible for the ones that I had. But I'm just saying <laughs> that, you know, it's – I don't – now all of a sudden I have a kid. Now if the kid takes – look, I had a hard time hanging on to my kids. They would run this way and run that way. And now all of a sudden it's your kid and, and something happens. Now I'm in a jackpot. No, keep your kid. You had him. You raise him. That's all. Yes.
1: Sometimes you do need a break or sometimes like Jess said, you know, you have to leave and it's an emergency and you need someone to watch your kid. But but as a basic policy of no males, I mean, I think that's that's ridiculous. There There's are women topic. I wouldn't leave my kids with and it's not a diddle problem. It's a responsibility totally problem.
0: Ridiculous.
1: I think I got that from different strokes. My diddle. <laughs> you
0: probably did. People I hate. Melissa, who hate, is it
1: this week? I hate a lot of people. So my thing we is do. always mouth noises. Those mm-hmm. are those are really the, uh, yes, that's really the kryptonite, my Achilles heel, my uh, bane of my existence. I will cut you, John, if you're going to make a mouth noise. So along those lines of it being... That, I will be on the phone with somebody, and they'll be chewing at least two pieces of gum at once. Trying Or on Marco Polo, trying to tell me a story with two pieces of gum. And if I can get the words out, please stop chewing. I will. If I can't, I'll just hang up. Like, I can't. I can't can't engage. And, you know, I know I've tortured Stuart with my inability to listen to all kinds of mouth noises. And now my (laughs) kids do it. And my kids do it to Stuart. Like, you don't need to slurp the soup before the spoon comes to your mouth. Like, you can.
2: Yikes. Sorry, I think I just dear listener.
1: Out. Um, and so the whole being on the phone, fo- all the mouth noises, all, everything mouthy mouth is, is uh, people I hate kind of thing. But also, chew- not just chewing gum on the phone, but how about when you are, well, I told you in the store and somebody is making noise. There is somebody in front of you online trying to check your dog into the groomer. Okay. They're going to I'm next. My dog is about to eat their dog because we're not so great with dog friendly and they're on the phone. Uh, um could you excuse me. Could, is it possible that you could do you think you could how come I want to kill her. I want to just hit her over the head and say, "Check your fucking dog in. I got a day. I got to go get my dry cleaning. I'm reporting ho- podcast like work with me."
0: My sister eats carrots on the phone. When she- <gasps> She hates you. (laughs) She does. She hates you. It's either carrots or hard pretzels. I think she does it on purpose. I mean, she must do it on purpose. She hates you. Yeah, a little bit. I hate people that text me uh, to tell me something, and then when I respond, like, oh, really? What is it? Yeah, and then they just ignore me. I hate being ignored. I did that to you the other night. No, I texted you first the other night. Okay. You ghosted me after... No, you just no. We already had the discussion. That we had enough of the discussion where I was satisfied. Satisfied. This person is like, you know, it's so funny to hear Elsie talk about X, Y, and Z, and then I was like, really? Where? And then nothing for hours. I was like, searching the internet, like trying to like. I was so irritated.
2: Well, here's the other Uh, people I hate that are all of a sudden they, in the middle of your day, they decide to come in on whatever device of choice, platform of choice. (laughs) And send you a, a message, and now all of a sudden I have to stop what I'm doing to entertain you. And if I don't entertain or answer you immediately, they get offended. And it's who gets offended? Uh, people Tell them to
0: shut their pie holes. Well,
2: it's like, are, did I offend you? No, you didn't offend me. I'm in the middle of doing something. I didn't oh. even see this message.
1: Sensitive, it's a super oh, sensitive person. I have that's a an
0: inwardly that's a security insecurity issue. That has nothing to do with you.
2: I guess, but it just drives me crazy that now that I feel like as soon as I hear them or, or they 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 send me something, and I immediately have to respond and then they respond and I respond. I'm like, how do I get out of this hell? We should need like, a, we should have like the a- The way you
0: do is just say, I'm sorry, I'm working on something. I'll have to get back to you later.
2: Okay. I think we should get, should get an emoji, like a stop sign that we could just put up. How about this? Oh, that's it? That's the emoji you use?
1: A pointer up, a one finger up. Wait one second. One second, or how about this?
0: That's kind of like a high.
1: Well, they though. have one of these too. It's yeah. the middle <laughs> finger straight up, and that tells you "fuck off, I'm busy." No, this
0: one is the one I would
1: use. Okay, one sec, one second. Yeah, Please we'll hold. see. Meanwhile, we showed him that without telling the other. It's the one
0: where yeah, you stick your index finger. First finger- oh, you did. Okay.
1: Yeah, I got it. Okay, I got you covered, listener. I got you covered. I'm your girl.
2: Yeah, for R- me R- 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 it's a, a lot of uh, there's a lot of times in the middle of the day when I'm doing, you know, I'm working or doing something and I'm in the middle of everything and then all of a sudden someone pops in with a question or or oh, did you know this? And I'm I look and I'm like, Well, I'll get back to them later and then they go, Are you okay? Did I say something wrong?
1: Oh my God. It's the it's are you okay? Insecurity. Like now you have to yeah.
2: yeah no. Now you have to console them. Right. But it-
1: the other thing is John's right. They're kind of looking for entertainment. He also not only has to answer the question, but he has to do probably a good 15 minutes of shtick on it too. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? When you're working and you need shtick or when you're waiting for kids or you do... There's not always time for shtick, please. Like, I'm not putting on my entertain you pants for all of this. I can't seem to take those pants off. Oh, I do.
0: I don't, but that's just me. I agree with you, John. That's very annoying. So we're so... I wonder if this person who ghosts me thinks that's me, that I need them to respond like right away all the time. But I don't. I don't care. Just don't...
2: Don't, don't leave me hanging, hanging.
0: Engage with me and then disappear cricket. forever. Cricket, 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 cricket. I just think that's so irritating. You know who else does that to me? Uh, crit. She ghosts me all the time.
1: I have no comment on that. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know that she's as technically
1: she is shut up
0: she is well she goes to me all the time
1: yeah well she's cagey she doesn't answer
0: yeah she is
1: you're right she's
0: she's she's squirrely
1: and that's all right anyway
0: i don't even think she listens to this so it doesn't matter but like yeah we have a friend who's like hey how are you and then nothing for three weeks (laughs) so
2: so do you give her what you give me jess do you give her the nice chat nice chat that's the passive aggressive way of telling that's what i
1: I, usually i say good talk but yeah (laughs) Good well, that's talk. The good one talk. With, remember the one with my mother you're worthless right. good talk mom good talk right <laughs> good talk Yeah.
0: yes i do no i don't always do the good talk with crit because i know she'll never respond but like yeah with people who yes i have done the good talk with this person and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't it's usually a bad thing to do when like i mean it just depends on what the conversation is because that's jewish guilt and i don't i don't need to do
2: that to people i thought that was just your birthright you.
1: But it's the same thing with us. Like if we can't it get is. back to it, uh, why, why I know you wanted to talk, but you couldn't talk to that person. So. Right. But eventually you're going to have to answer me. Right. Eventually you'll come back to me. Eventually. Still at the top of your feed until 30 other people write you and I've gone down to like your 30th message.
2: And then you okay. forget about them.
1: Keep me. You know what I'm going to write <laughs> next time? Save as new. Keep me as new. <laughs> so that way there's a blue dot next to me and you have to answer me eventually. Yeah, can you do that?
2: I don't yeah. think so. Sure, you can a, in sure. texts. Sure. Really?
1: What if no. you've read if you a text that you've read? Can you unread it? No.
2: No. Yeah, exactly.
1: I bet you I can make you piss your pants laughing. Please don't, because it I, might happen. I'd well, like not that right now, but I have a Netflix show for you to watch. Okay. Oh, okay. It's called The Package.
2: Really? Oh, it's and-
1: about a one two three four five some who go camping best friends and sibling and whatever and a tragedy happens to one of their friends Mm -hmm. the name of the show is the package I'm sure you can slowly put it together I'm Um, starting to a tragedy when they're like three hours six hours into the woods a tragedy happens to their friend off the grid and They spend the rest of the movie trying to make him whole again. Oh, no. Aw, damn. And it is the funniest thing I've seen in more years than I can count right now. It is the funniest thing I've seen, in. I laughed out loud. So, dear listener, if you like dick, shit, fart, humor, boner humor— this show and who doesn't let's be honest. is for you it is so laugh out loud funny i told Stuart to watch it i'm downstairs with the dogs ready to put them out pill them do all the nighttime ritual and i hear his ridiculous laugh come from upstairs and i'm like i picked a good one go me i always love recommending something that somebody really likes so it's called the package and you should find it and try not to wet yourself laughing
2: i will try very hard Speaking of the package, when I was an elevator mechanic, there was a guy that worked in Atlantic City, and he used to wear his pants like two sizes too tight, and his name was the package. Stop It, it. Yes, it was. That was his actual nickname, and that's why he had the actual nickname. So there was a new branch manager, the first woman branch manager ever for this elevator company, and she had come down to the building that he was working in and they went to go to a meeting and everything and she came back and she wanted him fired and the reason that she wanted him fired was because she said why would he wear pants that tight it had to be around (laughs) me so i would look at his package and they're like no he's been wearing his pants that tight for over five years so she went to the union to try to get him to wear looser pants
1: that's, first of all, that's hilarious and ridiculous, but would yes, you think it it's is. the other way around, that he has them two sizes too big? Isn't that the whole point of, like, repairman butt crack kind of thing, as opposed to repairman share your package?
2: I mean, it was, I think that, that there was two a two-fold problem. The first fold problem was he was a very uh, well-endowed man, and Why? then the that's second...
1: It's not a problem. <laughs> was like, really? well, it, was a, it
2: was a problem for his, <laughs> his tight pants, because... <laughs> Yeah, it was like he, it was like he was holding a pipe wrench in his pocket, and he was happy to see you. So, wow. that was number one, and then number two. Why do you? Ha- I mean, again, when you're trying to climb and work and move, you'll get more carpenter crack if you have tight pants on than loose pants.
0: <sighs> sorry, I got stuck at pipe wrench. I haven't and he's happy to see wrench. you. Yeah, <laughs> well. I haven't heard anything since pipe wrench. Sorry, sorry. All right, I wonder if the I'm package
2: back. is still working. I don't know. I haven't been. In the uh, she could have, I mean world.
1: I think that's you can't get him fired for that you should make them Uh-oh. wear a uniform where they measure you and give you pants
2: he was wearing a uniform but oh. he you you tell them what size you want to you know what size pants you wear yeah I wear Yeah, no,
1: we'll measure you I'm not telling you don't have to tell me what size I'll measure you
2: <laughs> but you will you little vixen yeah so
1: <laughs> Jessica Melissa. will measure the pipe wrench it'll be fine there we go it's one two three
0: handfuls wow Wow. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm joking.
2: Like when you used to play baseball, and they would throw the bat, and you wanted to see who picked first, and they would grab the bat, and you put one hand over the other hand over the other hand, and until the person got to the top, and they were the ones that picked first, that was a 3 hand. Yeah, hander. exactly.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. That's funny. The
0: package. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the
1: package.
0: <sighs> yes, that's so funny. That's exactly what I was thinking. That it would be like... Right. <laughs> like you just put your... Yeah,
2: standing there with his Fantastic. hands on his hip proudly. Yeah, probably. Exactly.
0: exactly. Yeah. Okay, uh, I wanted to tell you a funny story that is not have anything to do with penises because we've been—it's been a very penis-centric show so far. I think.
1: Talk about what you know, Jessica. Talk about what you know.
0: It's true. <laughs> uh, okay, so. So, like ha- have either of you heard of cotton candy grapes? Of course. No. John John? No. So there's this grapery that has somehow concocted the ability to make a grape taste exactly
1: like cotton candy.
2: Grapery?
0: They, they, they crossed. Yeah, grape. Yeah, they like the cross fruit.
1: different types of grapes. They cross
0: pollinated something to create a grape that tastes just like cotton candy. And like, um, they have not been in the stores this summer yet, and then on their Instagram they're like oh they're going to be shipping in August and you can only like we've already shipped to Wegmans and blah. so I went to Wegmans this week and um, when I got there I did like a quick glance over in the produce department and I see bags that look like the same color as the cotton candy. They're pink on the top. They have a bunch of them. They have some called moondrops that are like grape fingers. They're like huge ovals like this. And then they have like some that are just like table grapes, which tastes just like Welches. They have a bunch. So I think I spot the pink label on the grapes as I'm walking to the restroom because I wanted to use the restroom before I got a cart. So the whole time in the restroom I'm I'm having like a mini panic attack that all of them are going to be gone before i finish peeing i don't know why there's no good reason but i mean you can't find these friggin grapes anywhere
1: we had them in not- june they were here in june they were yeah they were we are saying got now bunches of them. oh that's great then they'll be back we had them in june and we put bunches of them in the freezer so we've been like chewing on that they're so you're good you're genius
0: yeah. anyway so Keep going. so um so I like rush out and I'm rushing to get a car. And people must think I'm like out of my mind. Like, I mean, I'm I'm rushing around the store like I'm in an episode of Supermarket Wars. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, and I get there. And of course, they're not the cotton candy grapes. They are. They have the moon drops, and they have one more. But they have one, a new one that I didn't see last year called Gumdrops. Guess what they taste like?
1: No way. Really? Yes, they do. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Sorry, John. It's crazy. They taste just like gumdrops. Anytime you can make a fruit taste like candy. We're you're in. a genius in my book. Yeah, we're in. in. We're in like Flynn. So anyway, I just what that's my story and I'm sticking to it.
1: No, buy a bunch and freeze them because they're like candy. Such a good idea. You yes. just chew them. They're so good. Ethan walks by the freezer, opens it up, grabs a handful and keeps going. They're so good texture too they have like that icy texture to them so yes. you who choose ice like it's your job mm, will love I- them
0: indeed indeed yes I really needed to find those like and I'm still like I mean what made me think though that the second I spotted them I would have to run around you were like, just as so if excited. no one else is gonna see them but no but I really
1: was like Everyone's I know gonna take them I'm gonna not get any like it was like a hoarding panic but you know that it's a limited edition kind of grape. So you know limited edition. You know you want them. You know how good it tastes. So yeah, that's why you do I get it.
2: Why didn't you just go grab the grapes and then go get the cart? That way you wouldn't have to panic for as long. Well,
1: cause John, I don't, you, don't you sense when you're talking to Jessica? What are you talking about? Everything is visceral. It's how it makes you feel. Everything is feelings. What do you mean? Really? Am I like that? No, it's fine. You're fine. You're perfect, Jessica. Just the way you are.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying that you would. If it was me, I would say, "Oh, I got to get them. I have to go to the bathroom. I'll go to the bathroom. I'll grab them. Then I will go get a cart in case a hoard of cotton I candy." Great.
0: You know, again, that it's would sort look, of look the strange. The question is asking me why I didn't just tell the masturbator to stop masturbating as she was doing it next to me in a public bathroom. I don't always think of lasher, rational, logical things in a panic. It's your feelings. At that moment, I thought if I grab the grapes first, um, I'll look like a psycho running through the store with grapes trying to find a cart.
2: But you wouldn't look like a psycho with the cart running around crazy, like heading for the grapes.
0: It was supermarket sweet. I don't know that I'm that. (laughs) Yeah, it was supermarket sweet, right? You know, I, I always thought I was good in a panic, but I'm starting to realize perhaps that's not as true as I thought. I'm, I may not be as rational as I could be.
1: Feelings.
0: Or at least I'm rationalizing about the wrong shit, like how I look and how I'll look if something happens.
2: Speaking of the uh, masturbator.
0: Yes. Oh, I don't know that I was right. I thought I found the person.
2: She thought she found the person.
0: I listened to one of that person's episodes and the voices don't really match.
2: You should just send her a message. Could do me a favor. Could you moan into the microphone so I can compare? No. Or Justin, is this you? (laughs) Right. Did you do this? No. No. Can you
1: can you launch a if it were like 1984? You could launch a personal ad if you're the person who was seeking brave
0: woman at podcast movement.
1: Disgusting (laughs) woman who couldn't get a room or needed at 10 o'clock in the morning to publicly
0: run into who could she have run into that would like. It doesn't matter. Let's stop well, now.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm just going epi- to go all down episodes. a whole road. I know. Yeah. I'm done Two episodes it. Right. doing it. We got to let it go. I have a great article that I found. Yes. All different hilarious examples of lies people's parents have told them. And um, I thought it would spark an interesting conversation about the lies our parents have told us and the lies we've told our children. So I'm going to go down the list as I do. Um, but I thought if you wanted to interrupt with
1: similar things, that would be cool as well. I'm going to start with one. I have one, okay. Can, I, can I start with one? Sure. My mother told me that if you cry after you eat, the food in your stomach turns to poison.
2: Wow. <laughs> this has uh, come
0: from a woman who probably made you cry all the time. Am I right if or am I wrong?
1: If cry right? while you're eating or after you eat, your food turns to poison.
2: I got one okay. better. My mother told me I was born without tonsils. What? Yes. My mother told Why? me. Well, because I was like twelve or eleven or twelve and I wanted ice cream and I said, I'm having a sore throat. I think my tonsils I'm having tonsillitis and and it's you have to get ice cream for tonsillitis. And she goes, You were born without tonsils.
1: What would you do for a Klondike bar? Right. Yeah. And
2: I was like, Really? I was born without tonsils. And she goes, well, you know, some people were born without a leg or an arm. You were born without tonsils. What? Exactly. Leg or
0: an arm. Oh, my Lord. What a clever lady.
2: So uh, fast forward 10 to 12 years later, I was 22 years old. And I was in the uh, doctor's because I actually had tonsillitis because I did have tonsils. And the Mm -hmm. doctor says, "Uh, you have tonsillitis. And I go. You, of course, argue. I said, I can't have tonsillitis. I was born without tonsils. He goes, excuse me? I said, my mother said I was born without tonsils.
1: Who the fuck do you think you are? What medical anomaly? Uh,
2: so he says, hold on. He opens up, he says, open up your mouth. I open up my mouth. He goes, well, they grew back. And uh, <laughs> they grew back. Right. I love it. So then I call my mom up, still stupid, and said, guess what, mom, my tonsils grew back. And she's like, what? And I said, my tonsils grew back. And she says, what are you talking about? I said, you told me I was born without tonsils. I now have tonsils. And she goes, oh, my God, I forgot all about that. You had tonsils your whole life. I was like, I don't believe that. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. That is funny. She also did to my sister. We used to go, we were we're Catholics, so we used to go to Catholic church, and there's this one part in church where they hold up the Eucharist, the body of Christ, and when they hold it up, they ring these little bells. ding, 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 ding. And then so my sister goes, what are those bells? Why are they ringing that bells? And my mom goes, there, they will be quiet bells. Now shut up. So <laughs> Ooh, for the longest time, my sister called them. The, she still calls them the quiet bells. They ring the quiet bells. So yeah, the what, things that you tell your... Let's
1: s- make us feel better about our moms. Mm-hmm. What are the Mine? ones? Yeah. What are the ones? Yeah. Well, first I want
0: to tell you the one my mom told me. She said there's one or two. The first one is that when you lie... It's written on your forehead, the truth. And so like I so I was somewhat less likely to lie until I stopped believing that were true, but Nate like, I went and told my children that. And Nathan, God bless him, any he would ever try to lie to me, he would take his hand and cover up his forehead. Oh
1: my god, how sweet is that? And
0: say, "Mom, I have to tell you something." And I'm like, "Is it the truth?" How did you know? He would get so angry. And I'm like, cuz I know, like, so, so derp. Because you put your hand on your head, dummy.
2: So you know what I, I would tell my kids? If you stick out, if you're lying, your tongue turns green. So then I would say, they would tell me a story, and I'd say, stick out their tongue, and they would immediately put their hand over their mouth. Right. And of I would course. go, that's a lie. Works every it, time. And it took them a long time. It was a great... It is a great one. ...truth detector. So it worked.
0: There were a few with Nathan that we had to tell him, like... um He would not eat barbecue sauce because it had the word Barbie in it. So we had to rename it summer sauce Oh, because he wouldn't eat Barbie sauce. Um,
2: But she will now.
0: Also, we used to tell him that we would put um, superhero, invisible superhero bracelets to like help him sleep. So like he was like I can't sleep and I'm like here let me do okay here's a strength one and here's one for invisibility and he that's like, cool, adorable goodnight. that's
1: just good parenting mm-hmm. I don't think telling me my food's turned into poison is good parenting
0: no that's probably not. sweet
1: and enabling him to get past something that's great yeah
0: my um, mom also used to like if I were arguing with her. And then right afterwards, clumsy as I am, I would trip or something would drop and fall. She would go, see, God punished you for arguing with me. Oh, nice, nice,
1: nice. Well, we
2: already know that Melissa's been raised by a wolf.
0: I know. (laughs) I know. So those are mine so far. But yeah, let me read you some of these other ones. Um, My dad always called the center turn lane the suicide lane, since you can often find yourself driving head on towards another car. I thought everyone called it this. So imagine my surprise at the horrified reaction when I told a driver, you'll want to go ahead and get into the suicide lane.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think I've heard that before as a joke. Yeah.
0: As a child, here's a new one. When I was upset that something didn't go my way, my parents would shut down my objections with... Tough Fanucchi beans. I only questioned it decades later, at which point they admitted they had no idea where the expression came from, but that Fanucchi beans definitely weren't a real thing. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, When I was a kid, I wouldn't eat anything if I knew it had mushrooms in it. So they got me to eat it by calling it cream of marshmallow soup. Oh.
2: Now there's one stupid kid. (laughs) Yeah. Because mushrooms and marshmallows taste nothing alike.
1: What up, dummy? No, they don't. I know. Yeah, You had it coming. My
0: mother told me eggplant makes your mouth itch. Apparently, my father was allergic and she just never tried it and thought it was true. I was in my 20s before I dared to try eggplant Parmesan. Ooh, another dummy. Ooh. This next one is my favorite and I may use it on Isaac. My mother convinced me that if I didn't take a shower immediately after swimming in a chlorinated pool, all my hair would fall out. She would say, why do you think Charlie Brown is bald? Oh,
2: my God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite one. It's so funny.
2: That is perfect.
0: I know. Isn't that funny?
2: I just thought of another one. I just thought of another one. When we were younger, uh, we went to this. uh, My dad was into drag racing. So we went to this drag race. And afterwards, we went to this place where you got chicken sandwiches. So we had this chicken sandwich. And I guess as I was a kid. We would have to blow your nose. I had to blow my nose. My mom says, blow your nose. I said, I want to blow my nose. She goes, you always have to blow your nose after a chicken sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I was like 10 years old before I realized you didn't have to John, be careful.
1: You're the dummy in this story. I am the dummy in this
2: story.
0: I mean, there's definitely misunderstandings that I have, but my parents didn't feed to me.
1: You know those claw games everywhere? Those Those you put... Ridiculous money in, and this claw goes out and picks up nothing every single time that claw yes. that comes down. Um, from birth, we tell the kids they're broken. Oh, it's out of order. It's broken. I and do the same never, thing. And... I always say they're broken. It's broken. Always. So that's I'm a lie I tell my kids. Other it's than that, lie, yeah. I think we've been kind of honest, except for when I felt myself about to say, Don't cry after you eat because the food in your body is going to turn to poison, asshat. Yeah, I didn't do that. You didn't pass that I one mean, on? Telling
0: Isaac that Emily belongs in the sky has been kind of tricky, that she lives in the sky, because I've had a lot of conversations about, that. like, he's a lot more... Like, he really thinks shit through, annoyingly. And so, like, in the last... Since she passed, actually, I've had to answer questions like, "What is she, what happens to her when it's raining? Can she come and visit? I want to go to the sky to visit her. Is she, like like does she see the airplanes like it's Baby. everything possible that's happening in the sky like he ha- wants to know how it affects his sister you know and I have to be like well because today actually like we were getting a bat like a pool towel and the only ones that were left were like I have like a mint colored leopard print or pink and I was like you can use one of Emily's towel she goes oh, did Emily come and visit and leave it for me Why didn't she stop and say hi? I'm like, no, she left it here when she went to live in the sky because she can't come. Like, I have to say it over and over to him. I've had to explain different aspects of living in the sky over and over. So
1: when when does that stop? When do we pull out of that and talk to him about? I mean, I'm not telling you to talk to a three year old about death, but it is the
0: closest thing to reality that. I've been able to muster up and it was advice that someone gave me whose aunt was a grief counselor. So, I don't know when exactly.
1: He's just getting smarter and smarter, so the questions are going to get more complicated, and
0: I mean, or just the detail under which he's like, well, if it snows, is Emily cold, and does she have a hat, and does she need a jacket, and how do we give it to her, and like, like it's just like the semantics, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so my child, like he's so stuck in the semantics of living in the sky and how that works, and like what it looks like, and why aren't there steps when I can walk up there and see her? Right. I mean, it's like. Okay, I'm ready. Um, But anyway, um, all right. So back to their lies. Okay. It's not really a lie that I'm telling him. It's just he makes it more complicated by wanting details. Okay. My parents gave names to traffic lights to help me associate stopping and walking with each color. Quickie was the name for the green guy and Stoppy for the red. Little did they know they were setting me up to be embarrassed years later as a full grown adult.
1: (laughs) Quickie and Stoppy quickie and stoppy. You, know, you know how the walk is this white light of a, a man walking? Our kids were in New York. I think I told you this. Our kids were in New York and New York, the corner, it's packed with people. It's tons yeah. and tons of rainbow colors of people there and ethan's little and he looks up he goes i'm waiting for the white guy to tell me to walk and i was like oh fucking fuck. out. <laughs> the white guy
0: <laughs> do you mean
1: stoppy and Walky? <laughs> what are we talking Great. about here Great. the white guy i'm waiting for the white man to tell me when i can walk i'm like oh mm. my god
0: oh yeah yeah Shut up. this one is one of my favorites too My Polish nana told me that when you die, all the bread you've ever wasted will be placed on a scale. And if you've wasted more bread than your own body weight, you're going to the other place. (laughs) I love that. That's the best.
1: I feel that way about bread, too, but I don't eat it anymore. So.
0: My parents told me to tap under my chin whenever I bumped my head on something. That way, the dent made by the impact would pop back
1: out. I don't think smacking yourself on the other side of the head is the answer to a head injury. John, how do you feel about that?
2: I've tried it. It doesn't work.
1: All right.
0: In an effort to protect our puppy from two young children, my mother told us if we touched her ears or tail too much, they wouldn't be soft anymore.
1: I like that. See, <laughs> I like that clever. one. I like that one. That's, That's a actually smart... really clever. You make rules about the pets. That's how...
0: Yes. That's how your dog doesn't
1: fucking bite you because you make rules.
2: See, I would say, listen, if you continue to touch the dog's ears and tail and a dog bites you, we will have to kill it. That would probably be a better one.
0: My parents got so sick of me constantly rewinding my favorite parts of movies. They told me the VHS player would explode if I kept doing it. It's pretty clever. I love
2: that.
1: I like that, too.
0: Yeah. My mom always told us not to run around the house like hooligans because it would cause her cake to fall and we'd have nothing for dessert. But she would say this whether she was actually baking or not.
2: <laughs> remember when that used to happen? I mean, do they still do that? Do cakes still fall? Yes. They of do?
0: It souffles fall. Like There's there no are... technology to prevent it, certainly. I wasn't certain... sure.
2: But I remember my mom making a cake or something like that. And I come you know, crashing through the kitchen and she's like,
0: oh my God, my cake's going to fall.
2: And I think one time it did.
0: This one's also one of my favorites. When my siblings and I misbehaved, my dad would threaten to call a man named Uncle Smacky. <laughs> he was like oh, Santa's evil twin.
1: <laughs> I like that one. Then he's Uncle gonna be- Smacky. Is that because he's then going to beat the shit out of you? If that's. Uh... He was
0: Santa's evil twin. So instead of Santa coming, Uncle Smacky would come and show you a thing or two.
2: My stepdaughter used to be so bad in the restaurants, like when we would go to a restaurant, she would be so bad that I would tell her that, you know what happens to bad kids in uh, restaurants, that the cook comes out and beats them with a spatula.
1: So you're
0: a liar too. Yes, I am. When my parents were driving the children around town and the van hit a big bump, they told us that they had just run over a pedestrian. Then they reminded us to always be careful when crossing the street. It wasn't until we were older we realized our parents had treated the whole thing a little too mundanely for it to be real. Um, Took them that long? Huh? Took them that long? When I reached the age of puberty, my grandparents told me that the amount of semen in my manhood was finite, and if I used it all up, blood would come out instead. And that's why we need sex ed, folks.
1: Yeah, I got to tell you, the lies that are built around sexuality. and masturbation, I know. Really freak the shit out of me. I don't think people realize the damage they are doing. Stuart had a a roommate or a friend in medical school who, (laughs) this isn't my story to tell. Um, All right. he, He had to go to the infirmary because he was told that if you do this too much, i don't know you'll go blind or whatever it was yeah, yeah, he went everyone to, hears that right so he went to the infirmary because it was it was finite and then you'll start to go blind and it somebody really fucked him up so oh, that's yeah and, and he was he was a he was a foreign student who oh had trouble even sadder. Yeah, who had trouble with the language and what he did get scared the shit out of him and it it just oh, yeah people that's terrible dear listeners don't don't fuck Don't with your kids that. about sexuality. Yeah. Use the real words. Not cool,
0: mom and dad.
1: Use the real concepts and just be as honest as you can really. about sexuality. Cause it and is what something- do you care
0: if they do it till they go blind? That's their
1: problem. It's not going it to is- break. It is something that lasts for the rest of their lives. Please yeah, don't, don't fuck with I stuff know. like that. It's important. The guilt is unnecessary. Important. My parents
0: convinced me that everything was a living thing to keep me from breaking stuff. Imagine my grief when our five-year-old toaster all of a sudden stopped functioning.
1: Oh. <laughs> That's pretty
0: funny. It's kind of abusive, too. Whenever my family walked inside a fancy store, my parents told me, touch your butt. So I couldn't touch any expensive (laughs) merchandise. I'm going to have to do that to Isaac.
1: I think I've done that before. Even when we're driving, I'm like, hold on to your asses. Here we go. My
0: parents told me that standing close to a window during a thunderstorm attracted lightning bolts.
1: Attracted it. Okay.
0: Mm -hmm. My mom always told me dad is drinking horse pee. That's why he's going crazy. She often offered me the drink. She knew I would refuse. I guess because he was drinking alcohol or something. Yeah, beer. Beer. Right. I was taught that eating fast food was against my religion. Chicken and beef are fine, but not if they're in a burger. The moment I found out it was all bullshit, I went on a huge fast food bender.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the other Um, fear of lying to your kids, going the other way, making them like you can't eat any sugar. Then they leave the house at somebody else's house or in college, God help you. Right. They eat everything.
0: And then the last one is kind of like what I used to tell Nate. My mother used to say when I was lying, she could tell because little pitchforks would appear in my eyes. It has an extra flavor of the devil, but still funny. And that's that's it for the parents things. But we would like to hear if you guys are listening, what are those ridiculous things your parents told you you can tweet us at listen brilliant or send us a message brilliant observations at gmail.com actually speaking of that um i needed i we have listener mail and then we'll wrap it up don't you guys get the listener mail nope nope all right then i'm gonna have to figure that out because we got listener mail by someone named rusty yeah you got questions i got answers he says
1: ready yes yes come on rusty what do you got
0: Number one, she stole the cat referring to your neighbor. Yes. Passive aggressive suggestion is that the cat owner should leave posters with the picture. Oh, so I was being passive aggressive by saying they should have left posters with pictures about the missing cat and the heartbroken children left behind on every tree and poster on that person's house for two years. But personally, good riddance to the cat. Go, John. Number two, tell the woman (laughs) about her daughter. This is about your Mallory's friend. John was saying the best scenario through the lens of how could it affect him or you. Maybe the best case scenario is the mom becomes more vigilant. She stops this from ever happening again. The downside is what? Yes. Some anonymous mom thinks you inappropriately stepped in. Why would you care? And a teenager who already treated Mallory poorly for not giving her the heads up, the line wasn't secure, may treat Mallory a little bit badly. Mallory should just agree that her mom is awful and they can just bond over it. Number three, John, then, is mostly used in comparison. (laughs) Melissa is smarter than you, with an A, because she knows grammar. Then is generally everything else, mostly timing or ordering. If someone sends me a cheesecake, then I eat the whole thing. (laughs) Understand this, and then, with an E, you can say you know the rules, and almost no one will be an expert enough to doubt you. Number four. Back off the joint emails. I don't have one. But this sexist world, please use tone of mock anger as appropriate, usually allows one email address for school or camp. As a father who wants to receive emails and calls, it's really tough to convince them to send unless you are divorced. I put my phone number as the primary contact. They still call my wife first. Melissa, if joint emails are so awful, then protest that by only allowing Stu to get all the communications from camp and school. <laughs> and he will be And be confident he will timely share them with you. And I apologize in advance for assuming you wouldn't enjoy being out of the loop. I would expect the joint emails are in addition to their own emails. When we send emails to parents of our child's classmates for birthdays, some of them were joint, and it's fair that one shouldn't be questioned. Okay, but fine. But we're talking about people who don't have separate ones.
2: Right. They're just
1: too lazy to get their own. That's actually a I,
2: brilliant rusty. idea, Rusty. First okay. of all, I don't
1: know if you're finished yet, but can we agree that we love Rusty? I love Rusty. <laughs> you do love Rusty. Okay, number <laughs> five. Yes,
0: sitting next to your spouse is awful when it's just two people. No defense. (laughs) Not quite as bad, but too often the default is in romantic restaurants, and they sit you on the two connecting sides of a square table. True. And Jessica, take life's joys when you can get them. Number six, bar mitzvahs come once in a lifetime, but malamars apparently come every year, or McRibs or Easter candy or whatever seasonal treat fills our fat stomachs, at least for the first two servings. No one found lasting joy at the bottom of a box of Fruit Loops faithful listener Rusty that was such a good we love you, Rusty. email You're the best. I loved it thank you Rusty will you please tell us what lies you've told your child or the things parents have told you we expect an email brilliant observations at gmail.com don't take no for an answer let's bring them bring them bring them bring them and so I think unless there is anyone can say anything else that is it for us this week yes let's no maybe so wrap it up slip it rub it down. rub it down oh um, no Okay, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ListenBrilliant. Please email us at listen, nope, at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. And you can find our show notes at brilliantobservations.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Jess and Listen John. See you next time. Bye. Bye.